2: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
3: You have 47 new
4: voicemails.
2: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
4: It is 2:07. You are listening to the Shalada Show on News Talk A30WCCO Radio. You're good neighbor station my name is Shaletta brandage and i'm the host of the show hey girlfriend how you doing over there hey friend how y'all doing we are at the great minnesota get together we are live on the wcco porch at the state fair and let me just tell y'all the weather could not be nicer this is very menopause friendly weather it's cool, so I'm not sweating to death. She like, uh-huh, girl. I didn't even have to take my medicine, girl. You feel me? They don't even understand. The two men on the side of you, they don't know how this is. This, this weather really saved their lives because by 3 or 4 o'clock, we be wanting to kill people. But it's nice and cool. We're not sweating. Um, and, and it's sunny and, and just a little bit of cloud. It's beautiful. It is very menopause-friendly, and I just appreciate the Lord for doing that for me on today. Uh, because it's not too hot, it's not too cold, it's not raining. It is a beautiful day. If you and your family are not here, get here. uh, Because this is the place to be. So many of our neighbors are here hanging out. And, and if you're listening to your earbuds, I'm going to tell you where I am. I'm right between Sweet Martha's Cookies and the GOP booth across the street from Dino's, Mancini's, and the French Crate Place, okay? Right in front of the Icy Stand. So y'all come on by, get you some cookies, have a seat. We've got a great crowd. Hey, everybody, give yourselves a round of applause so they can hear that we got a great crowd out here. Look at my, oh, look at they. They're so busy eating cookies. Hey, how you doing? Look at that good-looking blue, navy blue hat. There you go. They're they too busy eating cookies to clap. It's hard to clap when you got a cookie in one hand that you're eating, and you're holding the bucket with the other hand. Some people are just tapping their feet. That's how you clap when you got Sweet Martha's Cookies. You tap your feet. That's what you do. Now And you wave the stick. Yeah, that your, that your corn dog used to be on. Uh-huh, wave your stick. I love my Minnesota's Fair fans. I tell you, they are here. They are helping out with the show. We are interacting. If y'all ain't here, I'm telling y'all you're missing it, get on in the car. Fight the traffic. Fight the crowd. There's no other place in the world like the Minnesota State Fair. So you want to get here. Now, uh, I have to tell you, bring your money. Bring your money because there's a couple of free things to do, and your kids are not going to want to do any of them. They're going to want to do all the stuff that costs money. And I, I have to tell you, the budget that I had for the fair, we blew through that. We blew through that yesterday. Uh, right now, we're using college savings. I told them they're going to have to pick up a trade. Uh, they're going to have to go to vocational school or something, because the college money is going to be gone by the end of the, the fair in September because we've already uh, shot our wad. It's, it's done. It's over. There's nothing else I have financially for my children. Um, So when this fair is over, uh, we still got school supplies to buy. We still have to get ready with backpacks and folders and new shoes and clothes and all that good stuff. And and so I've got to find a way to save some money. So I'm looking at my expenses, right? And I'm like, okay, this is not going to change. That's not going to change. And I was like, "This, this energy bill, my Excel energy bill, every month. It is just one of the most expensive items on the list of bills that I have to pay. And I thought, I, I don't have a way to get this down. The kids need lights. The refrigerator's got to run. I got four kids. I've, I've got to run that washing machine. I'm not going to go back to washing by hand. How in the world am I going to save on my electric bill, on my utility bill? Again, because it's one of the most expensive bills outside of the mortgage that I have. Sometimes it costs more to, to, to heat up the house and, and use the lights and use the AC than my car note and insurance combined. So I heard about some. I want y'all to know about it. My friend Kevin Berger told me about it. She said it, it's 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 easy to do. It's easy to use. And so you, I said, you know what? It's people at the fair. They're going to want save money. Let me call over here to my friend Adam Powers. He is going to tell me all about it. Adam, thank you so much. It's Adam's first time at the State Fair, y'all. He is a Minnesota State Fair virgin. It is his first time, and I'm so happy that you are hanging out here with me on the porch.
1: Thank you. It's wonderful being here with you.
4: Now, Adam, you are the com- community solar group manager for Clean Choice Energy. Now, for some people, they have no idea what Clean Choice Energy is, but they and me, we're gonna find out all about this today because we're gonna save some money on that electric bill.
1: That's right. Yep. Yeah, Clean Choice Energy. We make it easy to have an impact with renewable energy. That's both wind and solar. But the, you know, what I'm here for is the the solar product we serve, which does help you save on your electric bill every month. We serve 30 different solar farms, solar projects. You may have heard them as solar gardens. I've heard them as solar fields, solar meadows, but they're just giant projects on some farmlands, on some roofs that you can easily subscribe to, sign up, and you reduce your electric bill every month just as if you had rooftop solar panels on your own home. Except you don't have to have your own home. You don't have to have your own roof. You could be a renter. You, As long as you get your own Excel energy bill, you have the power to choose.
4: Okay, so that's the thing, you know, because I was thinking, I I don't know if I want to do the solar panels on the roof. Uh, I I was telling somebody else about it, and they were like, well, I don't own the home, I'm renting the home. One of my friends in Cottage Grove just moved into a brand-new rental property. But you don't have to own the house. You don't have to put the panels on the roof. So how does this work?
1: That's exactly right. Did you? Um, I'm trying to think of the amount of people in America that can't get solar on their roof is something like 75% of Americans today. And that's why Community Solar is the way we can all help create a solar-powered future that saves you money and saves the world.
4: Okay, and, and a lot of people are trying to be more energy conscious. How does this help?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I understand that. I'm one of those people that's trying to get the more efficient appliances yeah. and trying to get the smart plugs and the, the smart thermostats. Um, how we use energy, we, we, that's great. Using it more efficiently, smarter is a perfect way to, to find some savings here and there. But another way is to change the source. Yes. Change the source of where our power is coming from and replenishing the electric grid.
4: And that's so important because with this community solar, there's no home visits, no new equipment, no construction or maintenance. Like you said, you don't have to even own your own home to be a member in this solar farm. Renters can enroll and save, too. And, and, and you know, we, we start talking about community solar. And the one thing about the great Minnesota get-together is a community. People are sitting next to each other. They're talking. They might not have known each other, but they're bonding over Sweet Martha Cookies. Uh, you know, they're bonding over, you know, their shared love of the Pronto Pubs. This is the fair. Everybody's coming together. And so these communities' solar farms, uh, are they located right here in Minnesota?
1: Yeah. 30, over 30 different solar farms are located in counties from Hennepin, Nicolette, Sibley, uh, uh Stearns, across the state on uh, folks' farmland, on some different roofs, um, and that's helping the farmers grow a different kind of cash crop, you know, harvesting the power of the sun, generating electricity and replenishing that back to the grid. A cleaner for, uh, sources of electricity that helps us move off of uh, dirtier fuels that um, pollute neighborhoods nearby as well as disrupt our climate. So it, it's an easy way, to, an affordable way, to have an impact on the world and on your electric bill.
4: Okay, now let's talk about that because folks want to know, what is the impact? Is it worth it? What are we talking about in numbers here? Folks want to know, dollar amounts. How much am I going to save every month if I do this? Is it worth making a change?
1: Absolutely. Because energy change is based on... Uh, how much oh wait a minute! Needs.
4: Hold on, we got somebody in the audience. Ooh. Hold on, hold on, Adam. I don't mean to cut you off.
1: Let's go. Okay.
4: okay, sir. Tell me your name. Luke. All right, Luke. What city do you live in?
5: Prior Lake.
4: All right, Lucas in Prior Lake. Y'all say hi hey to Luke in hey. Prior Lake. Hi, Kelly. Okay, Luke, you said you, Luke was getting ready to leave, and he whispered to me while I was live on the air, because he acted like I ain't doing my job, he was like, it's worth it. Okay, Luke, tell me why it's worth it. You have solar?
5: Yes, we have solar. We've had solar for nine months now, hooked up, and we're at normally between 100 to $300 in savings per month per month off of our energy bill.
4: Okay, wait a minute, because you just made me cringe and, and, and made my toes tingle. Did you say you're saving 100 to $300 a month in your bill because you, in your electric bill? I'm about to kiss you. You don't even know. That. I'm about to tongue
5: kiss you. We sell back. So we have 110% on our house. So it's over 100% energy. So basically we're, we're, we have overage every month. And we're selling back the overage to to the company, to XL Energy.
4: Okay. Now, what made you decide, I'm going to try something different because, you know, we complain about how high the energy bill is, but we keep paying the bill and we don't do anything different. What made you decide, this is the day I'm going to do solar um, and and I'm going to say this month?
5: We had a uh, company come through our neighborhood and we ended up signing up for it. They ended up doing a uh, Pernopsis, which is a... uh, which is basically like they showed you what your shade is and what you can do on the top of your home. After that, it was all, self, all self-explanatory. And then they hooked it up about eight months later, and then everything was done.
4: Well, I sure appreciate you sharing that experience with us, Luke, from Pride Light. Give me a high five. Thank you for joining the Shaletta Show. Give Luke a round of applause. All right.
1: That was such a great thing. That's the example. kind
4: of cool stuff you get at the fair. People just jump in the show. I did it. I did it. He did that solar. And and that's the thing, Adam, is we um we complain about it. The bill is high and I, I hate paying it and but then we don't wanna do something different. Okay, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, I'm gonna ask you how people can sign up because I've, I've got a couple of DMS in here from people who say, well, where can I go? What can I do? Is there a sign on fee? Uh, is there a membership cost? We're going to talk about all that with Adam powers from community solar next Brett and Greg from modern Media. That's why I'm late getting back on here on the show because we are taking selfies. I just have to say, Brett, I just love the, I love you. I love the way that y'all are here together I love how you love on each other. My uh, families who are uh, here with their kids who have special needs, uh, they are showing up, they are listening, and they are enjoying the show. And I'm going to tell y'all something. I do this for y'all. I do this for you. And I want to let you know you are loved and you are seen and you are appreciated and you are valued. Dad, I know the struggle. So you to bring your child up here to the fair and y'all are loving on each other nobody ever says thank you to the parent so thank you god bless you I'm, i'm telling you i'm telling you i'm just i'm about to cry i don't know how i'm gonna go on but i know you i see you god bless you Thank you so much. All right, it is two twenty-four. Steve Thompson is coming up at three o'clock, and he's trying to get ready for his show. But it looks like my children have invaded his space, and it looks like my children are somewhere they're not supposed to be because they see me on the radio, so they know that they can do stuff that they're not supposed to do, um, which is go in there while Mr. Steve is working on his show. And they like children; they just do what they want to do when the parents aren't watching. They back there got Mr. Steve playing Monopoly. He's trying to get ready for his show. I'm so Steve, on behalf of uh, my 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 family, I want to apologize that you got to paint cameras, nails and play Uno with the kids when you're supposed to be lining up your guests. I'm I'm am so sorry, Steve. That's just that's how that's how we roll. And and hey, how we're rolling is we're hanging out at the Minnesota State Fair. We've been talking about community solar. Adam Powers has been joining us. He's here live on the porch. A Minnesota State fair newbie. It's his first time. Hey, Kia Boyd is coming up. Got her kids out here. She's going to be joining me in just a minute. But Adam, you know, we were talking to somebody in the audience who said, you know, uh, solar is the way to go. Talked about the hundreds of dollars he saves every month uh, by going solar on his Excel energy bill. Folks are in my DMs right now because you can't tell a parent back to school time that they can save a couple hundred dollars a month without telling us how we've been talking about the benefits and, and all this other stuff that's all great Uh uh-huh, the environment that's all great but when you start telling me I can save a couple hundred dollars a month now you're speaking my language how do folks sign up how do they get more information
1: well go to our website at um, it's uh, a clean choice energy and you'll find community solar um, I'm so grateful to folks like Luke who have them, you know, who go through the process of um, getting solar installed on the roof because I know it takes a lot of time and it yeah. can take a lot of money and upfront um, effort as well. I think the average amount of time is about three months yeah. it could take uh, to get solar installed on your roof. And so um, we want to make it easy to, to yeah. power our solar world. So to sign up for Community Solar... Takes three minutes, not three months. Yes, and
4: and you made it easy enough that we do want to switch. You've made it easy enough so it's available to us. And what we want is those savings. So if you go to the website, tell me the website again.
1: It was cleanchoiceenergy.com.
4: Cleanchoiceenergy.com and on the header there's a section that says community solar, right? That's right. And you drop down, do you apply online? Is it gonna give you a live chat? What happens after that?
1: We want to make it as easy as possible. so online live chat and we have someone you could speak to as well at a number of times so that you can make sure you know this is the clean choice that's right for you
4: oh my gosh okay this is awesome and, and I always want to let parents know especially when we're back to school time we're spending money on shoes and books and clothes and backpacks we're at the fair we're buying buckets of cookies and buying ride tickets and making sure that we've got everything on a stick for our kids You know, if we can find a way to save some money, I want to make sure that they know that that is available. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for being here and being a part of the program. Y'all give it up for Adam. Yes, with Clean Choice Energy, that community solar program is where it's at. Saves you a couple hundred dollars a month. I appreciate you being here.
1: Thank
2: you. And welcome
4: to the Minnesota State Fair. Where are you going next? What are you going to eat?
1: Fried cheese curds.
4: Fried cheese curds. Okay, you have to come back and let me know if you enjoyed them. Okay, it sounds like the parade is going on. You may get to enjoy the parade. But what you're going to enjoy is our next segment coming up.
2: Call from
1: mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: Okay, with all the money that I've spent at the Minnesota State Fair, I'm thinking about a second job. I really am. I'm thinking about maybe I pick up a little something on the weekends or maybe in the evenings to cover the cost of the cheese curds and the Sweet Martha's Cookies and the rides that my kids are getting on because they have broken the bank. I had a budget. I had a budget for the state fair. I said, this is how much I'm going to spend. We're going to spend $700, and that's it. They have blown through that in three days. It's over. It's gone. I don't, I don't know. They don't get no school supplies. I don't have no school supply money for them. They're going to be writing on their hand, maybe on their arm. I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything for them. Uh, because they they blown through the school school supplies school clothes money they're gonna be wearing the same tennis shoes from last year. The toes gonna be curled up in the front of the shoe. You know how when your shoes too small your toes curl up. The toes gonna be curled up in the shoe because I got no shoe money for them. They've eaten the shoe money, Pronto Pups and, and corn dogs and stuff and ices. They've eaten up all uh, of the shoe money. So I'm gonna have to pick up a second job. And for some folks, you won't pick up a first job. Um, Because what you're doing now is not your passion. You want to do something that you're passionate about, something that you care about, something that connects you to the community. You know, the one thing that COVID did is it made us really take a pause and think. Is this really something that I want to do for the rest of my life? And that's why we had that great resignation, because people were realizing, I want to do this forever. I want to do something I care about because life is too short. And so a lot of people were looking for employees because the ones that they have, they weren't connected to their careers, right? So they were at home thinking. And while you're at home thinking, you know, maybe you want to think about a career in policing. Uh, Minneapolis Police Department is looking for more female officers, And nobody has been on the front line of this initiative like Sergeant Kia Boyd, which is why she's joining us right now on the porch at CCO Radio to talk about their efforts to recruit more women officers In the Minneapolis Police Force. Thank you so much for being here. Got your whole family. Hey, family. Got that baby boy over there, that girl with those cute braids. Y'all look exhausted. How long have y'all been here? Were y'all here since Thursday? Because those kids look like they are on their last. He's like, Mama, take me home. Please, do you have to do this interview? How long have y'all been here today? Just
3: Just until 10.
4: Okay. All right. Oh, that's nothing. Y'all got 10, 12, 15 (laughs) hours to go. Y'all could spend the night on the big slide and then wake up the next morning Mm and have a crate, and we could start this thing all over again. But you really have, uh, Sergeant Boy, been on the front line of recruiting women to policing, um, and and you have four women cadets in the program. That hasn't happened in decades. Talk to me about that. Yeah, we're having four
3: females start coming up in a week. Um, they'll be cadets, so they'll be going to Hennepin Tech, finishing up their school, and then joining our, our academy.
4: That has to be so rewarding for you um, and with all the things that you have been doing to try to recruit more women to join the force.
3: Yes. it's um, Like I've told you before, I haven't seen that many females in the academy in decades. So it's refreshing. It means we're heading in the right direction. Just need to keep getting the word out more that ladies can do this job.
4: Okay, and speaking of getting the word out, you got some special planned right here at the fair at four o'clock because the Minneapolis Police Department they have a booth. So talk to me about that. Yes, we've
3: been approved to have a booth for recruiting. It'll be alongside over in the horse, bar, horse barn, excuse me, with our Mounted Patrol, and our Mounted Patrol will be all out through the fair, passing out stickers and kind of directing you. To the barn to our table from four to
4: six okay so what will you be doing um, at the mountain patrol uh, uh, area at the booth from four to six are you um, interviewing people can folks get an application are they going online what's going to be happening during Um, that time we'll be
3: pretty much tabling just getting the information we do have a QR code that you can scan we do have two jobs available right now our community service officer position and our lateral position
4: Okay. And so when you say community, community service officer, what does that person do? That person,
3: I, I hold them dear to my heart. They are the front, um, our frontline entry into the police force. They are our one and only civilian position. So they're the ones that's out there in the gray uniforms, and they're getting their school completely paid for while they're working with us. And when they have their associate's degree and finish skills, they become police officers.
4: Wow and and you know I want you to talk to me about why it's so important for women to join the force you know when we look around right now at the fair, almost every officer here is a man yes um, I knew you were coming on and, and I just kind of did an informal survey as I walked around and I didn't see one woman uh, on the force, one woman in uniform out here patrolling. Um, mm-hmm. why is it so important for women especially to join? Well, in
3: my opinion, we're better communicators. We listen more before taking action. We're de-escalators. We're nurturers just by nature. And so our job, in my opinion, is more about communicating, providing resources. The physical part is a minute portion of the job. So ladies need to know and need to be encouraged that they can do the job.
4: And it's a little intimidating. I mean, when you think of police officers, I think of Starskin Hutch. That's how old I am. <laughs> and I know I couldn't do Starskin Hutch's job. But the one thing that you've explained to me, you know, in preparation for this interview, is that if a woman is out there and she's thinking about getting a job in policing, She's going to be properly trained, have a mentor, and have all the tools that she needs before she goes out there. Y'all don't just give you a badge and some keys and say, go get them, girl. You make sure they have everything they need. Talk to me about that process.
3: I like to keep my line open. I like to stay connected with the ladies that do apply. I encourage them to come to the info session so I can get a face-to-face contact with them. As they're going through the process, reach out to me. We can read um, monthly or twice a month and just encourage you. We can set up a physical and nutrition plan because we have ladies on our fitness team and also in our defensive tactics training that can assist.
4: And, you know, I I just have to say I, I appreciate it. I do. Um, when I see a woman officer, when I see you out here with your uniform on, it, it is so encouraging to my daughter because we don't think of okay. careers in policing for young girls. How, how how do we change that? How do
3: we change the narrative? We start telling our little daughters that they can dress up for Halloween as police officers and not just our sons. Start telling them that you can do this job. Start putting them in um, early stages with D.A.R.E. and getting them acquainted with their school resource officers and just getting more familiar with the job and that they can do it at a young age.
4: And that is so important to expose our young girls to that option because I I tell you there was a time when policing was um, a family business you know somebody's mother and their grandmother and their niece the nieces were you know police officers and, and female cousins were police officers and Now we have generations and families that were once um, you know members of the police force and, and now we got two or three generations where nobody's an officer um, so how do we how do we you know turn that tide so that we 're a part of Um, the solution and and we stopped talking about the problem because one of the things that we said was, you know, after George Floyd died, you know, we, we, you know, we want to see a difference in the police force. We want to see sweeping changes. That change doesn't happen if we're all on the outside Mm -hmm. requiring change. Somebody has to be a part of the solution.
3: Yeah. And it could start even with our civilian support staff. That's where a lot of ladies start. And then they see the officers, and then they realize, oh, I can do this. So then that's when I get in contact with them and get them on more ride-alongs and get them more exposure. And then they see that their communication skills transfers.
4: And I just appreciate you uh, because you have been a one-woman wrecking crew. Uh, You know, it's not like you got, you know, a ton of people um, supporting this effort, uh, especially out in the community when being a police officer now you know it's shunned upon you know nobody is talking about that nobody wants to be about that, that that's not an option for us and, and it's not popular but mm-hmm. you've continued to talk you've continued to recruit you continue to do the work why i get um big
3: help i got big family support even during the george floyd when i felt because i'm born and raised in minneapolis south minneapolis and when it hit me like why am I doing this? They reminded me when I was 7 years old, when I was 9 years old, when I was telling them I wanted to be a police officer so I can protect my the city of Minneapolis.
4: Wow, you are doing a good work. Okay, now tell everybody where you're going to be from 4 to 6 today so that they can bring their daughters, they can bring their nieces, they can bring their female cousins, they can bring the ladies out there so they can support you and learn more about how women can be a part of the Minneapolis Police Department.
3: Yes, all all week,
4: not just today.
3: From four to six at the barn.
4: Oh, y'all gonna be out there all week. All week from four to six. Okay, <laughs> so people who are listening, if you're coming to the fair later, four to six every day. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, okay. Tell them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, yep. you messed me up. You messed <laughs> me up. That. One. Yep,
3: So it'll be every day four to six. Um, sometimes it will be me, but it'll be my coworkers, Kathy and Courtney, or yeah. Lieutenant Caz, and then our mounted unit will be out there.
4: Well, I can't thank you enough for the work that you are doing. I know your family is so proud of you. Say hi, family, for just being so consistent and persistent and making a difference um, on the police force, changing things from the inside out. Sergeant Kia Boy with the Minneapolis Police Department. We love you, girl. Love you, too. Thank you so much for your support. All right. Y'all stick around. Steve Thompson's coming up next. I tell you what, it's taking everything I have not to dive down there and eat that taco. I want to tackle you because you're making that taco look real good right now. Your life is in danger. You don't even know it. You should probably call Sergeant Boy and see if she could come back and protect you because I want to eat that taco. I haven't eaten in three hours. Y'all been sitting here and eating cookies and stuff all in front of my face and dipping them in milk. It's not fair that I have to work. It's not right. It's really not right. I just want to let you know your life was on the line. That's all. I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> it's the Shaletta Show. I'm at the State Fair. Hey, fair people. And I'm sitting with my good buddy. I'm telling you, I love this man. He takes such good care of me. He is my work husband. He is Steve Thompson. Hey, Steve.
6: Good to see you. They, they left you a cookie. They left me you one gonna, cookie. You can have that. Who
4: put one cookie up here? That's what okay. I want to know. Who put what? Y'all got buckets and buckets. I'm I wouldn't need, I, I would I would need, need it. I wouldn't need it. Yeah. It might be somebody no. trying to set me up. No. <laughs> I let Josh take a bite, and if he don't pass out, then I eat the rest of it. Yeah, pass through to Josh. Josh, Yeah, yeah. let Josh take it. Josh take the hit. Now, Steve, you were in the back getting ready for your show. It's coming up at 3. You're here from 3 to 5.30, then the Twins. But you were back there talking to my oldest son, Andrew. Steve, he's getting ready to go to college.
6: Yeah, and he said he's leaving town. He's going somewhere warm, and I'm like, do it. Because Don't, I went to school here in my hometown yeah. and suffered through the cold, but my youngest daughter had it right. She went down to Arizona, as you know, yeah, and got out of the cold, and she loved every minute of it.
4: But, Steve, that's got to be hard. What was oh, that like? Was you got to prep me because I've, uh, I've only tough. had kids at home. I've never had a kid go off to anywhere and do anything, not even an overnight uh, camp. Am I ready for that emotionally?
6: I went, went, when I dropped off, my oldest daughter at college, and she just went up to uh, St. Joe's, St. Ben's, yeah. St. John's. On the drive home, I, I was a mess. <laughs> I, I teared <laughs> up. and Then I got home, and I went into her bedroom, and it's like she's
4: gone. Oh. I mean, I, just, I oh,
6: it, it, it's it hard. It's really hard. Okay,
4: now and, you just went to St. Joe's. What about when you dropped off Aaron in oh, Arizona? That,
6: that, that was a whole nother deal because, as you know, she is disabled, right, and she was traveling down there with her chair and, a and dog. her and, a, and her dog and it 's like how 's this going to work who 's going to take care of this kid yeah. But over those four years, fellow students stepped up and helped her out over four years of college and Wow, she got her degree, and you know sure i 'd travel down there, and my wife would travel down there and help her out from time to time, but she did it all on her own, and that was hard. Because the day didn't go by where you didn't think about her and her dog and is the chair okay and is everything good.
4: Okay, Steve, what do I need to do to get ready emotionally for my son going to college? Because we're looking at less than a year at this point.
6: There's nothing you can do. Nothing. I'm just going to be a mess. I'm just going
4: to be a whole mess. (laughs) Just get ready to put my whole face in a bucket of Sweet Martha's cookies and just let it go.
6: Yeah, there's nothing you can do to get ready for that. I I thought it was really tough. I, I'm happy for him, but it's, it, it's the end of an era. But do you, you know, let
4: on? Do you let them know? Do you cry on their shoulder? Do you let them know you're no. crying? And
6: no, I, 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 I didn't do that. I, I, I have after the fact.
4: <laughs> okay. Now, okay. Now,
6: now that she's got a job, she works for Hennepin County. She lives over here by Como Park. I've told her. I said, "You have no idea how hard that was." But I waited until she turned thirty years old before <laughs> I told her.
4: Now, what yeah. was the hardest part? Was the hardest part knowing she wasn't at home, or was it hard dropping her off like you wanted to go back and get her? No,
6: it, it, it was more that end of an era thing. Where okay. it's like she she's she's gonna she's moving on with her life. Okay. She, she's leaving the house now. She came home and. During the holidays and during the summer and that Wash sort of laundry, thing. Wash laundry, picked up yeah. groceries and money. Got, yeah, money being money. The key. Yeah. Um. And that still happens from time to time, <laughs>
4: unfortunately.
6: But, no, I I, I just think you got to roll with it. Yeah. There's nothing else you can do.
4: Okay, now, have you but, eaten but anything? But he, he's
6: a good kid. He'll do oh, fine. he'll be yeah. fine, yeah. yeah.
4: He's a boy, too. Yeah. You know, I think the worry is different when it's girls versus boys. I'm yeah. not, yeah, he'll be all right. Uh, if he falls and breaks something, they've got something there. Somebody will be there to fix it up. Now, i got to ask you, this is your first day at the
6: fair. Yep.
4: Have you eaten anything?
6: I, I did. When, okay. when I set my bag down, I made a beeline for the mini donuts. Okay. And, and see, I, I grew up here in St. Paul right. or, or very nearby in St. Paul, so I spent a lot of time as a kid. I, I really believe in the originals, the mini donuts, the, yeah. the Pranopop. The
4: classic. You're going for the classic the, stuff. The dairy
6: barn, malt, that kind of stuff. Yeah.
4: I'll, I'll try a
6: new thing, but for, for me, it's all about getting the Tom thumb, thumb mini donuts right okay. out of the gate. let
4: me tell you what happened to me. Huh? You gotta get some Sweet Martha's cookies. They said.
6: Well, when I was a kid, that wasn't around. Oh! I, I mean, I'm fine with the cookies. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but it, it's it's not old school. It's
4: not old school. Yeah. Okay. Now. I tried something yesterday. I had lutefisk. Am I saying it right? Lutefisk, yeah. lutefisk or lutefisk?
6: Well, I, and, and you survived. I did. Uh, That's what
4: somebody asked me. They said, are oh, you still alive? Well, I think I, I'm on this side of heaven.
6: I I, think. I, I heard I heard Dara on with Chad talking about it and said it was the worst thing she had ever tried in her life. What? No, oh, my it was No, it was one of the new foods. Yeah, it's
4: the new lutefisk in a bun. It's, yeah. it's, it's some Korean lutefisk. It's at Shanghai, Henry. I actually, I've never had Ludafisk lutefisk so for me i enjoyed it maybe because i was excited about trying something new
6: i she reviewed some sort of lutefisk dish and and you can check it out on the podcast yeah i i almost drove off the road i mean she (laughs) just ripped these people it was was like i mean she'd be better off well just not saying anything oh Oh, she ripped it
4: well, uh, are you going to try any new foods, or are you going to stick with the classics? Are you going to try anything new? Steve, I'm going to challenge you. In 2023, in the year of our Lord, I'm going to challenge you to try something new.
6: I, I might get up here and do that vegan corn dog.
4: You know what? That's not it. Because, no, I, what are they frying that thing in, water? V- corn dogs should not be vegan. You know, I'm all for the yeah. vegan people. Yeah, they're right over here. I appreciate them, yeah. you know, living healthy. But leave us something. The corn dogs should never be vegan, ever, yeah,
6: no, I, ever.
4: I, 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 You're just going to stick with the classics. I yeah, know. I am. I, I, I and like know. I say,
6: I, I, I bring I bring a limited dollar amount.
4: <laughs> My and, kids have spin up their college savings. They don't yeah. even know. Yeah. They don't even know, they just buying and riding. I'm like, enjoy it because you ain't going to college. <laughs> I hope you're having fun. Mama can't send you to college no yeah. more. Oh, my goodness. Okay, now your show is coming up. you got to yep. tell us what's going on because my kids love dogs. I won't let them have one. You have a dog coming on your show.
6: Yeah, a DNR and a DNR canine agent are stopping by following the news at 4. I, I didn't know the DNR had – Canine officers. I didn't either. But they do, and one's going to stop by and, and they help in enforcement. Uh, this dog can apparently detect zebra mussels on boats. Oh. So we're going to find out about the training and all of that. Following the news at 4, we'll get you ready for the twins today. We'll get an update. Uh, on that, Dan Hayes from the Athletic. Right before the Twins lineup card at five thirty, uh, he's with the Athletic. A little bit earlier, Doug's going to join us. Doug Swinhart was going to join us at the fair. A little bit under the weather, but he will still join us. We'll have tech talk between yes. three and
4: four. Yes. Okay. So you got a long cord out here. So if anybody has some questions yep. about their computer or about their laptop or mobile device, come on down to the WCCO radio booth. Doug and Steve are still having tech. Talk. So, you don't have to pay a tech guy to answer your questions. They'll do that here for free. That's it for the Shaletti Show. My friend Steve Thompson is coming up next, and then you'll have your Minnesota Twins.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.